You've got it tuned to the rendezvous. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. By the way, if it's the first time you join the rendezvous, the accent is French. Français. I want to start by a quick little answer. Somebody uh, at my uh, ping pong club said to me, a young guy, probably 20 years old, he said, uh, Mr. Simon, <laughs> I call me Mr. Simon. But he said, I got a question for you. I got this girl at, in my college class and I think I'm madly in love with her, but I'm so, so shy and afraid she's going to say no if I ask her out. So what do you think I could do? Should I be direct? Should I not be direct? I said, listen, his name is Warren. I said, Warren, here's what you should do. Invite her for a coffee. Invite her to something very, very small. Ask her if she wants to have tea with you. Maybe uh, go to the library together. Do something small. If she says yes, first step, and then another step. If she says no, well, you know where you are. But don't wait. Always, when you feel love inside of you, reach out to the person in small baby steps, and you have a better chance to get to know each other. Any other questions? 855-905-8255. Call me. 855-905-8255. You have any questions about your love life, your relationships, call me. Alana, bonjour. Bonjour. Bonjour, Alana. Welcome to the rendezvous. What's going on tonight? I've been dating this guy. I met him on Facebook. We had some friends in common. And unfortunately, he lives on the other side of the country. And I've been to visit him several times. We even took a cruise together. And I really like him, and I care about him, but he has some issues, and sometimes he doesn't take his meds, and then he'll start accusing me of cheating, which I'm not, and okay. I mean, I think he is, because he's kind of the flirty type, and he's going out to clubs and bars, and anyhow, so then it gets really heated, and he accuses me of all this stuff, and it gets really nasty, and you know, then the next day, he'll be like, totally different person. And mm -hmm. I really like him and I care about him, but I mean, mm -hmm. he's, you know, I just don't know whether I should stick with this or just let it go and chalk it up and, you know, okay. if it's going to be more, more problems for me than I need. I get it. So I have, I think I have a, a, a strategy for you. First of all, uh, on a scale of one to 10, how happy does he make you? He makes me happy at eight. Eight. Now, on a scale of one to ten, how unhappy does it make you? He also makes me about an eight, okay. you know, when things are bad. I get I mean, it. So he he, really here's my advice. Put on a piece of paper on the left side everything he does good for you. On the right side, all the bad things he does for you. And then you say to yourself, do I want to be constantly up and down? Do I like to be, you know, from this emotional roller coaster? Or would I like to find a partner that is reliable not a liar, maybe not a cheater, somebody I can build something good with. And then you decide. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Yeah, you, you it's go, hard. Go, it's very hard. I, I understand. I've been there. I've been in your shoes. We've all have dated toxic people. But you've got to go with somebody who makes you feel happy most of the time. Or you're wasting yeah. your life and your time. And that's so precious. Okay? Okay. Yes, be good to yourself. Alana, be good yeah. to yourself. You deserve it. Good luck to you and, and have a good night. Thank you so much, Simon. Anytime. You know what? I think most of us, including myself, have had at one point a toxic relationship. So let's talk about it next. I don't know about you, but I've had a toxic relationship. I've had a few toxic relationships in my life. So think about it. What is a toxic relationship, first of all? It's this relationship that has the attraction of the devil, right? So this person 
at some point, at some moment, makes you feel like on the top of the world, and at some other moments, makes you feel at the bottom of the world. It's this constant up and down, and you're depending on that person to make you feel good. And it's like a, an addiction. It's like you feel like you're addicted to the person uh, making you feel good or making you feel bad. That's the toxic part is you can't do without. And then you accept the unacceptable. You do things you would never do. You accept things like, like it's not proper to your values or what you think is good and right. I've been there. And I want to share a quick little story so you don't do like me, you learn from me, and then you do better than me. That story is next on The Rendezvous. Have you ever been in a toxic relationship? I have. So years, years ago, back in France, actually, I met this lovely, lovely young woman. We were both young. We were both, I think, 20 or 21. Her name was Vanessa. And she was so gorgeous and charming. And she had this like charming side and dark side. And I, I had no experience. And she made me feel like I was, I would say, the, the best thing ever in college and then the worst thing. Because she would like, be with me for three days and then not call me back for three days. And then find some lame excuses. But she made me feel so good. And I would say such on a high that I could not break up with her. And my brother Ben said, break up with her. She's like poisonous to you. But it's like a, something I needed at the time, I guess. And I suffered a lot when she, she dumped me like an old sock. But that was the best gift she ever gave me. So don't do like me. You see toxic, run away from toxic people. There's only hurt at the end. Let's put aside toxic story for a second. If you have a love story, ease my ears. I want to hear a love story. Call me. What is the number to dial in if you have a love story to share? The love line of the rendezvous is 855-905-8255. So share the love with me and call me. Bonjour, Tasha. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Tasha. Welcome to the rendezvous. I know by my screener that you have a love story to share with us. Yes, I sure do. So my love story, it's like reminiscent of when I was way younger, when the first time I've heard, I love you. Ah. It was... Wow. Yes, I mean, it, I I just couldn't believe it. I was dating um, uh, my college sweetheart, and, you know, things were going good. And one day he took me out to dinner, got me flowers, he held my hand, and it, just, it was almost like he was proposing, but he had to tell me that he loved me. And, I don't know, it just brings such great memories. Tell me a little more, because I've been there too. So put me into the, the scene. Where did it happen? How did it happen? Just go back in time. I want to feel like I'm at a movie theater. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so going back in time, he picked me up. At the time, you know, I was, I was you know, younger, so I was still living with my parents. And um, mm-hmm. he picked me up, and he, he had flowers in his hand, and he was very nervous. <laughs> and um, he took me to a restaurant, uh, this beautiful restaurant in the city. Um, I mean, I, I thought it was amazing at the time. Um, it's this like Asian restaurant, and um, he ordered drinks, and he's looking in my eyes, and I'm like, "What's going on?" And um, <laughs> basically, he, he told me that he uh, he loved me. Like he grabbed my hand, he looked me in my eyes, and he said, "Tasha, I have to tell you something." And I'm like, "What? What's going on?" He's like, "I love you." Wow. And, and you, I just, and you said, I just sat there like amazed. First time you say I love you, that's such a precious moment in life. Thank you so much, Tasha, for sharing that first time you hear I love you. Uh, it's part of now the archive of the Rendezvous Love Story Forever, and I'm glad you called me. So thank you, and, and have a good night. Thank you. Thank you, too, Simon. The first time you hear I love you. 
Stay with me because I want to share with you the first time I heard I love you way back when in Paris. I'll tell you where, I'll tell you who, and I'll tell you how it happened. Stay with me. That's next. I don't know how old you were the first time you heard I love you. For me, I fell in love. I was 13 years old in high school. I got to the class. I remember in September back in Paris. And goofball that I was, you know, was, I had shorts on because you know, it was hot in Paris that day. And little polo shirt. <laughs> we all had that. And I see on the first row of the classroom the cutest brunette ever. And over the couple months, September, October, I observed her and I fell in love. And I fell in love so bad. Like, you know, all I was thinking about, how can I speak to her? I've never spoke to really to girls before. Really. So how can I have the courage to go and, and find a way to say, you know, I want to get to know you. But my heart was beating for her. Every time I went to class, I was, I was tortured, but tortured in happiness. And also she was the best student. So one day I figured out the way to reach out to her and get to what I wanted to say to her. Stay with me. I'll tell you what way and what I did. Do you remember the first time you heard I love you? In my case, back in Paris, I was 13 years old, meet this girl in class, and all I think about is how can I say to her, and her name is Christabel, I love you, Christabel, in French, je t'aime, Christabel. So I figure it out. One day, she was talking with other girls and boys about movies. I said, do you like this movie called The Professional? She said, oh, yeah. I said, let's go see it together. And miraculously, she said, oui, yes. We go to the movie. The movie starts. I turn around, right? And right before the kiss, I said, je t'aime, Christabel. Est-ce que je peux t'embrasser? Meaning, I love you, Christabel. Can I kiss you now? And she said, oui, yes. And that's the first time I said, I love you. And not the last time. One of the best three words anyone can hear or say, je t'aime, I love you. Any questions about your relationship? 855-905-8255. Call me now. 855-905-8255. Any questions about your relationship? Just call me now. I am here. Bonjour, India. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. Welcome to the rendezvous. What's going on? How can I help you tonight? Well... Uh... I met a guy through a mutual friend at a party, and, um, you know, we, we talked and we hung out a little bit, and we actually ended up, like, fooling around a little, and then okay. um, I just don't really like him at all. He keeps texting me. He texts me, like, five to ten times a day, and I don't even answer, and I don't know how to tell him that I'm not interested. I don't know how to turn him down, like, nicely. Okay, so the nicest way is the honest way. So uh, because uh, I've been on the other end, right? So I've liked girls who didn't like me back, and I was the one, you know, try to push for the girl to like me. Never worked. And the only one thing that really calmed me down was the truth. So I would like you to be nice by being honest. I would like you to say to him, "Listen, I'm not interested in any relationship with you. Uh, please uh, leave me alone," and that's it. <laughs> Once you do this, India, he gets the message. There's no more if and buts. When a girl did that to me, that's how I know. So I, I suggest you do this. Allow him to stop his obsession. So that's what I call being nice by being honest. Allow him to stop the obsession that he has a chance. That's it. And if he says why, don't have to answer anymore. No more answer after what you have to say. And after a while, leave you alone because you've closed the chapter. But you have to put a stop to this. You think you can do that? 
I think I can do that. Okay, good. Honesty always works. It's just a best line of defense, being honest and being direct. India, good luck to you. Be strong and call me at any time if you have other questions, okay? Okay, thank you. We always talk about how to start a relationship, but I want to talk more about how we should end relationships and what I've learned. So that's next. Stay with me. You know how often I talk about how to start a relationship, what's the way to reach out, you know, how to get to chance to talk to somebody, but how about the end? How about we talk about the ending of the relationship? And that's okay too, right? The first point I want to make about this is this. We all have the right to start a relationship, but we should all have the right to end a relationship. Because I feel there is like this stigma that if we are the one ending the relationship, we're the bad guy. Right? Do you feel that? Have you ever felt like the bad guy because you said, I don't want to be with you anymore? I felt like that. And I've thought, you know, a few girls who uh, broke up with me were the bad person for breaking up with me. But after all, they were not. No one is bad because they break up with you. Honesty is good. So breaking up with somebody is a form of honesty. But now there are many ways to break up with somebody. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Let me talk about that next. Stay with me. You want to hear this. What do you think is the best way to break up with somebody? What do you think it is? You would probably say, and I would too, face-to-face, right? A conversation. Um, it's not working anymore. Uh, I don't have this loving feeling. I'd rather be friends. You know, it's not, it's not you, it's me, this and that. Face-to-face. And then there is the phone calls, which starts with the conversation always like, we need to talk. That's not a good sign. Or there is the text. Right before that, there was email. Now there is the text, and then you know even on social media. But the truth is, there is what I call the ugly way to break up with somebody, which I don't want you to do ever. Don't ghost on somebody. Give them closure. Have the courage, the dignity, and the honesty to say it's over. I don't have the loving feeling anymore. I have rarely ghosted in my life. Maybe one time or two. If, even one time, I don't even remember. And I'm proud of this. I've made many mistakes. But ghosting, is, I don't think, is one of mine. So don't ghost. Break up in a healthy way. Just say it's over. What's not over is the show. Any questions? 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. You have a question about your relationship? Just call me right now. Bonjour, Sylvia. Bonjour, Simon. Yes, I've been in a relationship for six months, mm-hmm. and I just have a question about um, if my boyfriend and I are having a problem. Is it acceptable for me to, like, vent to people, like, you know, just close friends, my mom, whatever, or uh-huh. when they ask me what's going on, should I just keep it general and only talk about, you know, my issues with my partner? That's a good question. Have you, so before I answer, uh, in the past, um, how intimate would you go uh, when you talk about your relationship and who do you talk to? I used to really, I think, take it too far because I would tell my mom everything that's going on and she would always side with me. Um, and it never really made me feel any better after. I mean, the issues were still there. And I'm just wondering, like, you know, do I have to keep everything between us? Because sometimes it is good to get, you know, an outside opinion, I think. No, it, it um, is. So the key is that, uh, no, you should not vent to your parents ever. We all now grown ups uh, because your parents love you. They're going to take immediately the side of you, uh, which is 100 percent normal. What happens is you go back to your boyfriend, or your partner, and then it puts everybody in a strange situation because you're going to have to forgive this, forgive that. So let's leave our parents, except it's a major divorce with kids and all this, the grandparents role. But otherwise, when you're dating someone, 
I would really not vent to my parents. Number one, not to my brother, not to my sister. I would avoid all the venting with my parents and mostly, and even my friends. But I would go to somebody neutral, right? So ideally, you go to somebody, you can vent here on the rendezvous. I'm neutral. I don't know you or him. So I, you know, try to keep it neutral. Or you can go to a couple of therapists. But the less you, I would say, pass the toxic information to people who love you, the better. This, it doesn't help. It helps for a second, but it doesn't resolve the problem, and people don't know what to do with that information anyway, right? So Yeah, exactly, yeah. So venting is important. If you don't have anybody to vent, you always have a notebook. I do that sometimes. When I'm really upset about a girl I date, I take my notebook and I write five or six pages like I would be addressing that to her. It works for me. It, you go all your emotions on the writing, and you never have to show it to anyone, but it's gone. So... That would work maybe for you. That's so interesting. Yeah, I wonder if I did that and then I look back on it like the next day or like the next week. I wonder would my perspective even have changed. I would love to try that. And then you can write more, right? It's like your personal uh, friend that is always neutral. It's exactly how you feel. And you don't have to hear anybody else's opinion. It's what you had to say. And instead of having a fight, you said it to your notebook. That's awesome. Thank you so much. You're most welcome, Sylvia. Good luck to you. And thank you for calling. Have a good night. Thanks, you too. Mm-hmm. More rendezvous next. Bonsoir, Simon Marcel. First of all, thank you so much for spending the, the evening with me. I know it's late. Uh, it's cold where we are. Uh, but thank you so much for being with me and listening to the rendezvous. Thank you for your love stories. Just remember that. Every time you give me a love story, you share with me what happened to you, it's like you make my joy of life go higher. I feel warmer. Even my team says every time you hear a romantic story, Simon, you smile. I smile because I feel like I'm in a movie theater, and I hope you do too. All those true love stories just just makes my, my evening so much better, and, and thank you for the call also. You know, I'm still thinking about the best way to break up. We talked about it on my the last segment, but uh, I'm going to do a podcast about this, so um, look for this one. Very soon, go to Ahat Radio app, check out my podcast, La Confession, and soon we're going to talk with my team about what's the best way to break up. So check that out, Ahat Radio app. I'll be back tomorrow. Until then, stay warm, have a good night. Bonne nuit les petits. The Rendezvous Show.